Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to uh, uh, another edition of Berardi and Court. Following that, uh, how am I going to? What adjective shall I use? Frustrating. I think I think it's probably the best best word. Um, visit down to to Villa Park. Uh, we are open to get one or two people joining us at some stage today. Um, but before we do, Gilly's going to run a quick intro, and we. <laughs> I forgot about that, didn't you? No, I'm ready. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Yeah, good morning. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us. I know it's a bit early. Uh, most of you probably are out of bed, but uh, when you do watch this, um, first things first. I just want to. Uh, this is on more on a personal note, really. Uh, and if you do watch this, and you are one of our five listeners that does watch it, I just want to say you're a shit house uh, for <laughs> stinging me with that ticket yesterday. You know who you are. You're an absolute bell end. You're a knobhead. And uh, yeah, it's it's not sat well with me at all. I was absolutely fucking fuming yesterday. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the game, uh, but not really. And. <laughs> Got, got a flat tire anyway, on or something. Um, but anyway, uh, but you did manage to get yourself a ticket anyway, didn't you? you got I did. I got there, and I, and I and I actually bumped into some old friends from who I've grown up with in on the concourse as well. So uh, I managed to get a ticket from somebody I won't name who it was, um, and um, every, all their tickets were on the upper upper tier. So I was I was going into the lower tier just on my Todd thing. I bound up on Prince Sunday. I know I bumped into two 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 lads who I uh, I used to knock about with, did a bit of growing up with, and uh, yeah, nice to see them. And I seen a couple of you always see people, you know, everywhere you go, don't you? So you a little just, bit of growing up with. Yeah, I mean, I've grown <laughs> such upwards, but yeah, no, it was look, it was it was it was in terms of the actual atmosphere within the ground, it was tetchy. Uh, to say the least, there was there was there was probably 50-50 with 50-50 chance with Marsh out and people not singing and and 
and yeah, it was it was getting to the point of negative, and 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 for me, Gilly, I know you don't always get a great. Um, Great overview, I suppose, from where you sat. She's sat in a corner of a stadium. You know, you only see one side of the pitch properly. Um, and but I don't think we were that bad. All right, so I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, mate. I mean, I'm, I, I, no, I am no. a renowned happy clapper. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I think, let me know. I think um, there's levels to it. Um, so I, I would agree. I think we dominated them. I think we dominated the game. Um, the reason I'm slightly reticent in saying that is because Marsh has come out and said that's his best performance while he's been at the oh. club. Um, so I, I don't disagree with the fact that we played all right, but to come out and get beat and do a bit of fist pumping at the end, having been beat, and um, you know that that doesn't sit right well. Oh. We've got somebody along with us. Yeah, so that, that doesn't sit right well. Uh, but but to come out and say that's his, be- his side's best performance in 11 months, um, that don't, well, that I don't doesn't know sit right with me. I don't know if that's a sign of him struggling because he knows that wasn't our best performance. You know, our best performance would have been, pr- for me, probably Chelsea or even losing Chelsea. to Arsenal. Even we played well against Arsenal. Arsenal but, I mean, be- beating Chelsea 3-0. Uh, with the amount that they've spent on their squad and the way that that game went, I mean, we would all in stands just looking at each other like, what on earth is going on? Um, it would just, uh, yeah, I mean, so that that, that that's not great. Um, I, I don't know if it's he's looking to try to build on things. There's other things as well, um, like he's refused to accept that we're in a relegation battle. I'm, I'm reasonably certain that that's Radzi's voice coming out of Jesse's mouth. He he's his ego is so great that he cannot allow his coach to say that we are in a relegation battle. When at the se- start of the season, he said that it was impossible for us to be in a relegation battle. That's bullshit. I'm not having that. Nah, I I, I mean, I mean, for me, is it too early to say we're in a relegation battle? Probably not. I mean, once upon a time, yeah, before the mid midway mid you know the midpoint of the season, you would probably say you're an absolute dickhead for thinking you're going to be in a relegation battle, but. The fact is that now there is so much difference in between. There's almost three leagues in, in one for me in the Premier League. You've got your, you know, you've got your, your big hitters, your, your cities, and, and and everybody else who've got loads of money. Then you've got sort of probably a middle group of people that probably should be expected to be staying in the Premier League year on year uh, and probably spend too much money to do that, but they're comfortable. Do you know, you know, your teams like like Villa who probably haven't been that comfortable, but. I'd, I would probably have teams like, I mean, not this season, but Everton, West Ham, other sort of teams like yeah. that. In, Newcastle, in that, before they had loads of money. Yeah. yeah, in that middle group. And then you've almost got a separate league of five, six teams every year that, that because we're new to the Premier League, I think we are part of. Uh, and, and we're almost in, for me, and it's not nice to hear, and people won't like hearing it, we're almost in a relegation battle before the season starts. And, and, okay. and like it or lump it, that's where we are and people are going to come at me and probably say, look, look at Brentford. Great. Fantastic. It's an anomaly. It doesn't happen very often. Leicester City won the league. You know, that's not going to ever happen again. Probably. Yeah, it but equally, be. you know, and I think that's fair to say, given that we finished one place above the relegation zone last season. So the only sides that finished below us in the league this season are the sides that got promoted. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's fair to say that. And then you look at Fulham. They're in top six. Yeah. 
So one of those promoted sides are actually in a European spot at the moment and and massively outstripping us. So mm. when when you look at the position that we find ourselves in and you look at the promoted sides, you know it's it's your Everton's all right, you know Bournemouth are down there, Everton, Southampton, they're poor sides. They're really doing us a favour at the moment. Mm. West Ham. But these are all yeah. teams that they spend a, they flash a bit of cash. They've got the cash. They flash a bit of cash this month, and that can all change. It can it can almost turn. And I think that's where the worry is. We know that those teams are established Premier League teams below us, and that yeah. could be the flip of a coin that changes things and throws us straight down there. And performances, not necessarily performances. Actually, I don't because I, I, I don't think the performance was all that bad last night. And we'll come on to that in a minute when we get our first guest on. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the performance was all that bad. It's results, and it's a results-driven game. And yeah. if you're Unai Emery, you're happier waking up this morning having played shit against us with three points than Jesse Marsh will be waking up having bullied, not bullied him, but but probably been the better side all in all and and come away with a loss. And I know Jesse Marsh has said that's not the case, and he's he, he's quite categorically said that. He's been quoted saying that, that he'd rather play well and lose than, than play yeah. shit and win, I think. But... Um, which don't make any sense to me. But look, I think, yeah, there's, there's there's only going to be one happy manager this morning waking up, and 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 they've got three. I think somebody commented it was it Bully a minute ago. He said that they're a shit Villa side. I would argue not since Emery's taken over. I think they've got three wins in five um, against against some good sides as well. Uh, so so yeah, look, it's it's not ideal. But anybody who actually expected us to go to Villa last night and outplay them is probably lying. I would probably say. Especially if you look at what they did against us in uh, early in Marsh's tenure. Yeah. Just before we start getting a guest on, can we just have a proper look at you? Get, come on, get your badge in. It's been right on oh, edge of frame. Yeah, there you go. Oh, we got the badge in. <laughs> in. <laughs> um, in. These are my pyjamas, mate. I sleep in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's get, let's get our first guest on. Uh, we'll get... It's, it's, we have got a very, very special guest that actually is like a, a, a unicorn and you, the, we didn't even know <laughs> it was real. But we were going to get somebody else on first really quickly uh, and then we'll, 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 get, we'll let you guess who it is. Good morning, Hannah Brad. Oh, I'm not the unicorn? No, you're not the unicorn, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm out. <laughs> hey, you still have Tenny. What time is it there? It's 2.40 in the morning. Jesus, what are you doing up? I've, and I've, you've had a sat there 10 minutes waiting to come on and say hello to us. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Despicable. <laughs> I feel like Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you've got better hair than Jay, Hannah. I've got the hair of Jay? You've got better hair than Jay, oh, yeah. He did you. say better. I'll stick okay, up for good. him there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wish I could say the um, same for you, my friend. Good morning, and thank you so much for joining us. Oh yeah, cheers, cheers. Uh, uh, thanks for joining us from the US of A. Um, first things first, Anna, you obviously will have watched the game, I assume. And thought, thoughts then? Did what, what? What? What were your thoughts? Did, did we outplay Villa? Should we come away with three points? Um, I think we could have. I, th- I mean, should I we? Have, was, yeah, I don't think we played well enough. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, we." We played all right. Like when I came home, my mom was like, "Well, we played all right." I don't think we did. I, I thought no. the I thought defending was pretty bad. I thought Aronson was bad. I didn't see Bamford do anything until he scored. I think I tweeted at one point, "I'm like, is Bamford even on?" And then he scored, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I I thought Harrison wasn't super involved at some points. Like it Harrison just, was awful yesterday. Yeah. I, I I think I, having him on on corners, Hannah. Uh, he, I don't think he beat the first man from memory. No. And when he did, he floated it. And and I think he did it once and he floated it. And and Martinez just came out and and caught it. Wasted corner from his a set, set piece pieces more. have been bad too. Them doing that two man set piece thing and the two man on the corners, like we're losing having a man in the box. Get it's rocker so on him. It's like freaking it's MLS bullshit. That, get like, that get that spare man on the halfway line defended so they can't break <laughs> from our corner and fucking yeah. score. You know, the that worst thing is, we did that for the first goal. It was Aronson that was back, and he's so yeah. lightweight. He just got brushed aside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just on that, I, I have I have tweeted this morning and said that I made a mistake because I would I would I was losing my shit at Robin Cock, and it wasn't him. He was just jogging back. <laughs> uh, I just saw the bad hair, and it was Aronson and not, not and not Cock. Ah right, um, but yeah, I mean, you say we, we could have, we could have won, Hannah. Did you do you not feel that we were in control of that game? Probably eighty percent of the yeah, time. Yeah, there were good points. I think, like, I mean, Villa had what one shot on target the entire first half. At what was their goal? And then they had ten the second half. So I think, like that last bit of the first half I thought was totally our game and it was just super frustrating that we couldn't score something but then I thought there there was I mean that whole game was frustrating and I don't even think it was just frustrating for us like everybody looked pissed off on the pitch I even think Ailing looked pissed off and he never looks pissed off really he's always like like he just looked pissed off a majority of the game so I think there you could just tell in the dynamic everybody was just frustrated super early why are we conceding within three minutes and it's impossible to basically try to come back. I thought the second goal that Villa got was silly. I don't. I mean, it's probably not Melier's fault, but I thought it was a pretty soft goal. How it just got chipped over him. I thought they kind of relied a little bit on the offside there. There's just there's well, this a the second. Danny, yeah. Danny yeah. Yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was flagged as offside, wasn't it? And I, I mean, these these are the fine margins. And I've watched. They were nowhere near though. No, no, not even no, close. No, no. I, I and these are the fine margins. I don't know how close that, that um, the Rodrigo one was close. Yes, sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I have watched the uh, some of the highlights back, and 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 on the. I mean, it's not not great to base your you know you you your full view on the highlights, but I, you don't get full, you don't get a full overview when you're in the stadium. So like, yeah. You, you know, you just all you can hear is what the guy net behind you is saying, and, and in front of you, he was onside, he was offside. How can you see from there, mate? You're fucking yeah. 300 meters away, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, and 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 yeah, I, I, based on, on that, I mean, we had chances with Rodrigo, Jack Harrison, their keeper made a great save. I thought, realistically, I think our XG is with something. I mean, I, I don't like to go off these, but I will, um, be just because it's, it works in our favor today. But <laughs> the XG was something just under three from memory when I looked on on the drive back and and you can see why you know Willie Willie Nonto great save again by Martinez I think on the balance of play we were really unlucky not to come away with a point at least a point last night yeah. and, and, and certainly not the win um the the frustrating thing for me Hannah I think and I, I I'm going to ask you your your view on this is we look so I, I don't even know. I can't even got words for it. But just clueless when yeah. on on the counter attack, we look so susceptible to it. We look there's always a man or two even over on on the far side, and and that that's that's to do with obviously the style of football and the pressing we're playing. But something's got to give for me. It's we're lucky we don't concede more. 
Yeah, especially if we're going to push up and attack as far as Jesse wants us to go. There, it's just I don't. We look really weak. We look. I think I tweeted like our defense on the counter attack is as strong and stable as a wet napkin. Like it's just like <laughs> they just they fall apart, and it's. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a fitness thing. I don't know. Cause they, most of them are back, but they just like, they're not even just, I feel like they're not even placed. They get beat by one single pass. Cause they're not facing the correct way. Like it's just, it's technical basic things that I don't like. What are they working on in training? That's what I want to know too. Great point. Great point. And it is the basics that we seem to be lacking. We're doing yeah. all the good stuff relatively well, the difficult stuff, the pressing and, and everything else in between. We seem to be doing, that's, I mean, I've not played, and I'll come on to this probably when we get our next guest on because he has, he's been there and, and, and done it, but we, we, we seem to be, the frustrating thing is the basic stuff that, that, that a six-year-old learns in football, short yeah. passing, taking a touch, you know, following your man, not, not, you know, all we're, these we're even things. giving the ball away. There's like constant hospital balls where the ball doesn't make the full length to get to the next man. And we're giving it yeah. away. Aronson does it all the time now. Yeah. So like, why aren't we connecting passes? Right. No, just, I think, just I think... to add a bit more information onto that is if you look at the defense since promotion, we spent 65 million pounds on defense and three out of the four that played in defense last night were with us in the championship. Three years ago. What the hell's going on? <laughs> 65 million pounds. What is my cat? Bargain, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I think I think the, 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 there's clear clearly issues. I mean, I don't want to focus too much on on the negatives, Hannah. Yeah. Um, but but positives then. What 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 did you like about last night? What was what apart from Willie Gnonto and he's um, unreal, dude. And I thought, um, yeah. I mean, Harrison played, there was one or two attacks that we did where Harrison got super wide that I thought was great. Like if we're playing wide and then crossing it in, I thought we played really well at that point. I think Tyler Adams is a gangster and he's <laughs> needs to be our captain. I love Cooper. And I thought Cooper actually didn't have a mare of a game last night. There was a couple of really important plays that he made um, and he got a little I'm bit sure stuck in. He's making biscuits, dude. Do you not know <laughs> Make Bro, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I thought there was a couple of bright spots, but I just, he's fighting it. He, uh, It's just super inconsistent. I mean, we talked about this last time. It's just inconsistent. And I think all the players are at different, like, Nanto is ready to like push forward and be aggressive and attack and try to get the ball through three, four different defenders. And then it seems like there was even the Bamford goal, Nanto pushed all the way through and then Bamford was kind of just sat there and just had to tap it in. I just feel like the energy is all over the place. There's probably no consistency. There's no leadership. Yeah. One, th right, one, one question, uh, two questions for you, Hannah. Um uh -oh. What would you? What would be the first thing you would change if you walked into that dressing room tomorrow? Captain. You change. You'd strip Cooper's captaincy. Do you think that's that's? that's I'd quite maybe important. make him co-captain. Uh huh. So you uh -huh. take off Bill. Yeah. Easy. Wow. Wow. And then the last question, which is probably on everyone's tips of their tongues this morning: Are you Jesse in or Jesse out? 
I think this is a very complex question. I I don't know, man. I think that I think there's a lot of background stuff happening with the Niners and the American potential buy-in and the stake that that's going to have of us having an American coach and how that's going to sell um, rights and stuff over here in the U.S. and shirts over here in the U.S. I think for a looking at Leeds United and the team and the style of football that we need to play because we are in a relegation battle, even though he doesn't want to admit it, which was odd. And I thought his press conferences were super odd. I think we should. Probably... Do you think those are his words? Just to touch on that bit, do you think that's him saying that, or do you think that's the ego of the the owner saying you don't accept that we're in a relegation battle? Because I've already said that's impossible. I think it could easily be somebody else's opinion. I think he hasn't really had an opinion himself in a few weeks because you can that tell means, he, he looks that, that, disheveled. That does indicate a lack of backbone, doesn't it? To just it parrot somebody else's. I mean, opinion. that's probably why he didn't get sacked at halftime like Bielsa did. See, yes. see, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if that's somebody else's words. I think he believes those words. He might believe it because he needs a job. <laughs> I think he's got to believe it. I think I think if he doesn't believe it, then we're, then we're in even more trouble. Because if he if he comes out and says, "Look, we're shit," yeah, am I going to be scrapping yeah, relegation? What, what's how's that going to look to the players? Do you know? Yeah, that I don't think I, I think. don't think he has a lot of um, a lot of the guys' trust right now. Anyways, I think See, I, probably... they're still fighting for him though, aren't they? They, they definitely they are, they're still working. I don't think I don't I think. I just don't think it's at like it's obviously not at a Bielsa level, but I don't think it's at a level of a lot of Premier League managers. Like I think Tyler and Aronson probably respect him. I don't think Rodrigo respects him because I think Rodrigo has an issue with managers. I don't think he res- I don't think he respected Bielsa either because he kicked off all the time. Yeah, um, I mean that is interesting because he, he made him part of the leadership group and then he scored four in four or whatever it was, didn't he? Yeah, he went. That, that's when he's started his. His scoring form was was when he'd been put into that leadership group. So I don't know. Maybe that's just his mannerisms rather than actually a lack of respect for him. Because if he did it, if he's done it for both of our gaffers, maybe. Mm. Well, Hannah, as ever, it's always lovely to see your delightful face, especially to kick off our weekends. Uh, so welcome. thank you ever so much for for joining us. Um, just remind us where people can find you on Twitter and everywhere else, because I always get it wrong. Uh, it's at Hannah Brad. Or yeah. LEFC SoCal. What is what, you're making fun of my, my dog pet, crying. and then yeah. your dog's doing that? That's weirder. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's he's honestly he's he, he's so annoying. He's he's, he's really old. He's so annoying. He's really old. Not, just, not that old people are annoying, but the unicorn's going to be scared off. I can't wait to see who this is. Dog. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us, Hannah. You're an absolute diamond. Always there and right. great. Friend Have of the weekend. pod, and go and enjoy some sleep and wake up in a better mood. <laughs> Thanks, <I> Anna. <laughs> Cheers, Anna. Take care. The lovely Hannah Bradley there, all the way from South California. Um, so, uh, yeah, Gilly, thoughts on Hannah's thoughts? Agreed, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, 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 I think we played a little bit better than she seemed to, 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 to believe. I, I, I do. Th- I think we dominated them. But it was—it's almost like if you took, um, if you took the pitch and split it up, we've dominated them in eighty percent of the areas, and the bits that we've not done it is that goal and that goal. So yeah. that's kind of—that's <laughs> an issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right then, has anybody even had a guess at who this flame pig that's going to be coming? No, in? I don't think we have. The unicorn. <laughs> the... <laughs> 
I can't call him a flying pig. The lesser spotted. No, no, don't call him a pig. But the lesser spotted. Good, good morning, go. Simon Johnson. No, big boy, too red guy. for me this morning. Is that? I've, I've, I've got the Christmas hoodie on or whatever them called. Freezing. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? All right. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so we were down in your neck of the woods, ish, the West Country yesterday. Uh, what West Country. What do you call it? It's is a bit further called? down is West Country. No, you were thinking is of it? Black Country. Black Country, whatever you want to call it, mate. Hey, I don't, I don't know where you're I'm not Black just Country, are you I own Black Country, Villa and Black Country. I thought no, Birmingham in general or that area was that, no, no, that it's about 30 it's miles away, isn't it? It's Wolverhampton, is Black Country. West Brom, Wolverhampton, yeah. Oh, they all speak the same that way, Simon. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but they don't like hearing that. They do speak <laughs> the same, but don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for joining, Simon. You watched the game last night, obviously. Yeah, I watched it. Um, obviously disappointed, like, um, but again. I, I just feel like I'm uh, real with where we're at, and it's nothing. If, if 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 we won or lost that game, I could I could handle it. It's no no issues. That's where we're at as a club. Absolutely, I think that's a fair reflection, and and that's sort of a point I try and get across when people just start calling me a happy clapping bastard. Uh, <laughs> is 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 that is that is simply that we aren't the Leeds United of old from, from, from back in your day when we were competing for Europe and, and everything else. We aren't at that stage. We're a relatively fresh Premier League side and to compete at a decent level, it, it takes time, doesn't it? I mean, there are anomalies. Our first season back in the Premier League, absolutely diamond of a season, completely different circumstances, obviously no fans and everything else. You look at what Fulham and Brentford have done, probably on shoestring-ish budgets in comparison to the rest of the league. Um, but they are anomalies and there's not many of those happen. And I think the weight of Leeds United weighs heavy on... on, on And the expect, weight of expectation definitely weighs heavy on... And you'll be able to conf, confirm or deny this. As, as a player, is it is it more difficult to play for a club like Leeds United than a Brentford or a Fulham? Well, definitely, because obviously the expectations are more and rightly so. Um I just think, uh, personally, I just think that we're probably victims of our own success because naturally, after that first season, you want to kick on. But in reality, like to kick on from that first season, where were you looking to? You're looking to get into Europe. And for me, in your second season, that's a little bit unrealistic, you know. Um, so it's, it's difficult because I, I, I understand the frustration from fans um, because everybody... Everybody wants everything yesterday. Uh, well, I think it's just a case of trusting in the process and and just keep believing. And I think I think we're on, I, I do genuinely think as a club uh, we're on the right track. I don't I don't think we were any I don't think we're behind schedule. I don't think we we're in front of where we should be. I think we're just about sitting where where we should be. Yeah, I asked a question the other day on. Um... I was on Joe Joe's podcast, Joe Wayman's, and he, because he's really anti marsh out, we need to make changes, otherwise we're down. He's really, really negative. Lovely guy, um, but but completely the opposite end of the spectrum to, to, to somebody who's who's a bit more realistic, I think, like than you and I. Um, he's probably not going to like me saying that if he's watching. By the way, Joe, sorry, <laughs> um, but um, but but I asked a question: Where do you what what is the expectation based on our current squad in our second year in the Premiership? Where would you expect us to be? And he said fifteenth or below. And I said, we're in 14th. And he was like, yeah. I got a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you know, it was a bit of a bit of, it was a bit of a culture shock. And I think I think 
when people appreciate, we're not we're not getting the points. We're not where we are or where we want to be as as a team and as a club. And 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 people might not like the manager because he fist pumps and and, and does other pit, other things that are that annoying. But but ultimately, I think I think you're quite right. I think we are on the right lines. I think we're a relatively well run club. We're not in debt. We're you know we're 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 on the right lines. So for me. I think that's where my positivity comes from, and I'm it's, I'm really glad you came on Simon and said something similar. But but we we outplayed Villa last night at, on their pitch. They were wasting time. They had to go. You know they they were lucky. We had we had enough chances to win that game. So that says to me that we're doing the right things. But it's just one or two little tweaks that we're or or, or, or being a little bit more clinical. That, that that that's that's separating and segregating us from getting those wins. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I was I was really pissed off at the first goal. Yes, excuse me, French. I was really yeah, pissed well, off well, with well. that. Fuck <laughs> it, right? <laughs> with that first goal yesterday, because I I just don't believe you should be getting hit on the K into a couple of uh, minutes into a match, um, especially away from home. Um, Is that not down that, to the coach though? Is that not him over committing the players and and not 100%, setting himself? Hundred percent. And I I I defend the Jesse. At, at all costs, really, because I, I do like his energy. Um, but he's making he's making mistakes, and I'm seeing the mistakes reoccur, and that's that's my only issue with him, to be honest. Um, but I think when you take the look at the game as a whole, um, it was I was really happy with it. It's positive, um, but ultimately it's a results business, isn't it? So um, I think. I don't know. Um, it probably, um, on, from Villa's perspective, it probably paid, that result probably papers over a few cracks for them because I think we were much the better side um, and probably on the balance of play deserved to win it. What did you make of his comments about that being the best performance under Jesse since he took over the side? A, a, a little bit, a little bit far fetched for me. Um, I, I think we, I think we lack efficiency in the final third. Um, whether that be sort of end product or sort of getting across into the box or getting your shot off, it's just a little bit lackluster. It's not it's not sharp or quick enough. And I think uh, the lady that was on before mentioned about what are they working on in training. And I think from an outsider looking in, I think he's got to identify sort of probably the the, the smaller finer detail with our with our play and and get to grips with it and really really hammer it in training. So just on that then, you've been much closer to this, having played and then coached yourself. How much will it have impacted him that his coaching team has been so impacted by people leaving? Um, you know, Jacko's gone, and and fair play to him, he's got himself a good job. But you know, surely a first team coach, the, the manager of the side, is going to be heavily impacted by not having the coach regularly that he's had from the start of the season available to him. Yeah, um, that, I thought that was a massive blow, um, Jacko going to to MK, um, but obviously he wants to crack at the whip himself, which is which is fine. And you know, I'm, I'm probably not sure I would have left Leeds to be honest. But that is what it is. That's another that's another question. But um, no, yeah, it's obviously um, going to have a, a, have an impact on things because I, I would imagine that Jacko was the one going through a lot of the detail in training. Um, along with a, a couple of others, so yeah, I'm 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 not 100% sure on on sort of how much influence uh, Jesse has in training with the coaching, but yeah, it will definitely have had an impact. 
just and just on that side. Sorry, on. go on, go on, Gary. You finish first. Yeah, I was just going to say just one last last point because we we had a comment earlier about we need a defensive specialist coach. Um, and just in terms of coaching approaches, every manager's going to have their own style as to what they want from their coaches and how they want to put across what they want the side to do. But um, we've we've seen some sides have some success with having set piece coaches. Um, and then we've seen, um, you know, specialist goalkeeper coaches, specialist defensive coaches. Where do you land on that sort of thing? And, and is, is, the, is it not the players know or should know? You know, all you're doing as a, as a coach, surely, is just steering them in the right direction and telling them how you want them to play. The players don't get there without knowing how to do the job. You know, yeah. they, they should know the basics. So when it comes down to the coaching element, what's your take on whether you have specialist ones or you, you, you rely on the player's experience? Yeah, I'm neither for or against it, to be fair. Um, I think players that play at that level have a, a great understanding of, of where they should be and what they should be doing at, at certain moments. Um, but the game's evolved so much uh, over the last 10 years. Um, I think there's room for these specialist coaches because it's it's a lot um, for, for probably one or two people to to you know, just conduct themselves. It is a lot of work. Um, so as as long as the, the specialist coach that comes in as as an understanding of what the, the manager wants, I don't, I don't see any problem with it, to be fair. Yeah. Fair. Hello. Fair. And yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I'm, and and, and uh, one thing you took, you, you mentioned, Simon, there was about around, you're not sure how much influence he would have on sorry sorry on the training field and you thought maybe would maybe that was more more the coaches. Is that is that quite separate then? So I thought my, my understanding and, and I, I could be completely wrong and I, and I suppose every manager is different. Do they have do they all have a different amount of uh contribution to the to actually being on the training field then? Yeah I mean some some managers don't get involved at all. Um right. nothing. Um and and to be fair, some of the best managers I'll, I've worked with uh, have been like that. Um, but then on the flip side, you get managers that are, are really hands-on and it, it, they they do everything. And I, I'm pretty much like that myself. With with my, if I'm in a managerial role or obviously at a low level, but I, I'm I consider myself a, a head coach rather than a manager. Um, right. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, it's. It's, for me, it's neither give or take. Um, it's I, I mean, when Leicester won the league, I know it was Craig Shakespeare that done almost everything. Um, but I wouldn't underestimate the the um, sort of the level of impact that that managers that don't do much on the coaching field have because the you know what they do in terms of um, bringing the group together, creating that real family environment. It, it's really important, almost as important as what the coaches do on the training pitch. Yeah. If you look at what that knobhead did at Forest and Derby, and actually it was Peter Taylor that did all of the coaching, and and when he when he came to Leeds, uh, you know, Dan United and stuff, when he didn't have Peter Taylor, it was it was really quite obvious because he'd done all of the work with the first team squad in all of those different roles. So yeah, I, I can see that, and I guess the the style of coaching in that in that regard. You know, sometimes you have a director of football, sometimes you don't. If the manager's more hands-off, they're going to be more involved in signings, the shape of the sides, and just 
letting the coaches get on with it. So I guess it does go on the dynamic of whatever the manager or the owners tell the manager what they're doing, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, for sure. yeah so uh, Simon then so on um on us and 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 how how we move forward then do you see us as a side do you, do you, do you see enough there to to continue in in, in the, the same way um do, do you think something's got to give does much need changing for you for us to be where we should be or do you think actually what we're doing now is is probably where we're at and 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 you know there's not a lot that doesn't need, need changing i think it, it, uh recruitment's going to be really important over the next couple of windows um I, listen we we I, I see people bang on about players and i've been guilty of it myself um i i, I was really enjoying aaronson's performances like earlier on in the season but um once that once that sort of honeymoon period's over and you've got to you've got to get to grips with things properly um and the adrenaline's not as high uh you've got to find another way to to perform and i just for me there's there's we've got good players um but that's as far as it goes um so we need we need probably two or three top signings two of those being defenders in my opinion Right, interesting. Did you hear um, how much yeah. you spent on defenders just before you came on? We were talking about yeah. that. Sixty-five million pounds. It's oh, just no. unreal. I just how much think was Robert? 15, uh, seventeen was it? Something seventeen point seven or no, something. No, I don't think it was anything like that. <laughs> Wasn't that the maximum it could be? I thought it was like sure. eleven million euros or something. So we no. never really know, do we? Just, just a question for you both, then, before we move on. Just going back to what you were talking about before, Luke, about. Where, you know, asking Joe where we expect to be, and he's, he's saying 15th, and Joe said, "Well, we're in 14th." I think to put a bit of a, a different context, and there's there's some really important games for us to take place this weekend. If you look at, um, I think he's, he's Everton, Southampton, and West Ham. West Ham are playing Wolves, I think. So there's, there's, there's sides playing each other that are down there. Um, so I think, but but to put a bit of context around the position that we find ourselves in in the league. That's all well and good, but we're two points ahead of Everton, who were in the drop zone. Mm. So mm. It, it's a lot tighter. This, I mean, it is a lot tighter. There, there's usually a, there's usually quite a gap, isn't there? You know, there's there's a there's an obvious two two teams by now that are already probably flirting with being hundred percent relegated. You know, uh, and then that I mean, Saints are right there. Saints are really down there. If they don't get a win today against somebody that's down in bottom three with them. They're really they beat City. They beat City in the cup of midweek. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, but it's fucking bonkers. I, I bet they'd trade it for three points in the league. Oh. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bet they would, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I really do. Um, but no, um, I, think, I, think, I think context is important. And I think, I think this, this season, there's a lot of teams beating teams that probably wouldn't expect to beat teams. You only got to look at us beating Chelsea and beating Liverpool and, 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 and some of the other freak results this season, which is why... The table as a on a whole is quite tight. You know, there's not many. There's nobody really running away with it, and and and, and similar down at the bottom. Um, so yeah, no, I completely appreciate that, and I do appreciate that. But I think, I think, I think we're. I mean, considering we've only won two, we, we, our last win was November the fifth. You know, that is in itself is just insane, isn't it? It was bonfire uh, night. And we're still 14th in the table, you know. It's it, it is berserk, but it's almost like there's not really much worse we could be doing. Uh, and as soon as we start getting form, is difficult. Whether you're in good form or good uh, or poor form, it's difficult to get out of. It's hard to stop losing. It's hard to stop winning when you've played at any level of sport, whether it be rugby, cricket. You know, when when you're losing or when you're not getting the results, it's difficult to get those results. And last night was a reflection of that for me. We had probably five decent chances that we probably would have buried on any on another night and and we conceded our you know realistically the only two chances that they had similar to cardiff you know they had two shots they had five shots at all game two on target two goals we had 26 shots on on, on goal 20 fucking six well, if they, you know, if they played olsen is it olsen their second keeper if they played olsen against us last night with a one five one yeah, yeah. Emmy Martin yeah, yeah. makes that much difference to them because yeah, if does. you think that that save against Jack Harrison, he has absolutely no right to make the save against Nonto when he was trying to bend it in far corner again. I mean, that is that is a, a he's already celebrating Nonto. Is that is yeah, he's he's with, with away, yeah, well, yeah. Um, just a couple of things we've not really touched on is there really could have been two penalties last night. Now, I don't want to see the types of challenges that we saw last night really be penalties. I, I think that, that that it's a bit too soft. But the problem that I've got with it is, I've seen them given against us. So you and look at... Anywhere else on the field, they're a free kick. Well, I was just about to make the point. So if you look at what Cooper did with, I think, Buendia, when he spun him round and then he pushed him away, that was um, given as a free kick. And Cooper had a, sp- a speaking to. And yet when that happened in the box... On Nonto, we got nothing at all, and it was it was it was effectively it was the same behaviour from Mings that Cooper did, but because Cooper's wasn't in the box, the ref feels like he's in a position where we can give that, and that stinks. Yeah. If it's if it's yeah. a foul, it's a foul. Surely, it doesn't matter where it is, only the outcome changes. If it's a foul, it's and, a foul. And, and and the worrying thing about it, Gilly, is that VAR looked at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, all look, there's there's obviously, I, I, for, for me, uh, personally, I think there's a lot more positive to take out of last night than 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 dropping three points or losing three points or losing the game, even. I think, I think the, the performance was up there, and 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 for me, I know we've spoken about this, Simon, before, but. They're still playing for him, and that's really important. And I know there's a lot of people calling for Jesse Marsh to be out, but it's almost the grass isn't always greener. And 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 if the if a new guy comes in and they not don't play for him, we could be sort of you know digging our own grave, so to speak. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Simon? Do, do, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I, 
listen, there's always, I use that honeymoon period phrase a lot, but when a new manager comes in, there's always that little honeymoon period, but it, it soon goes. Um, and I think it's really, like you said, it's really evident that they're running for him. They run really hard, really hard. But at the end of the day, the way I see it is this is our level of players. It doesn't matter how hard they run. We're going to win and we're going to lose. Um, we've just got to be hopeful that we win enough to, to steer clear of the relegation. And I'm quite confident that we'll do that. Um, but as far as as far as getting rid of him, I mean, I only look, I watched the Arteta, the Arsenal on um, is it bloody Amazon Prime or whatever yes. it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it took him three Dodgy years. Stick. To, yeah, no problem. <laughs> 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 um, I think it took it took Arteta three years maybe to get his squad what he wants it to be, to get the level of performance that he wants consistently. It's not it's not a three, six month process. It's not the way it works. Um so I just think I'll, I'll just give him a little bit of time, uh give him another give him another eighteen months uh, and see where we're at. And that's when so you to counterbalance that. <laughs> yes. Just, just add a bit of balance on that one. If you look over even over the course of the last seven months, he had a pre-season at the start of the season. And then he had another break with them where we had a couple of games cancelled. And then he's had the World Cup and the return from there. And if you look at him, you know, the comments that he's, he's shouting at the bench about the scared, why are they so scared? Um, they, you look last night, first couple of minutes, we've massively overcommitted. We've got too many people in their box. There is on the break to score. We're on the back foot right off the start. 2-0 down against Cardiff. I think from, from, from my perspective, if he's not got across to those players in that period where he's had a lot of time to work with that playing squad... Yeah. Are you not by giving him a chance? And this sounds really harsh because I actually I like him. I think he's a good guy. But yeah. the, the longer you give him, the more time you take away from the prospective new coach to come in. And just to counter counterbalance that, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to. I think. I think. I think. Yeah. I think you're spot on. I think. I think he's had. He has had time. He has had time. <clears throat> but you look at the results uh, in comparison to last seasons, and we. While people are saying we haven't progressed, we are conceding less. We have conceded less goals and we have scored more goals, which was the, which was it's ultimately what football is about. Look, we're not we're in a better position than we were at this stage, I think, or or equally. And yeah, the last manager Bielsa had 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 loads of injury crises, and we can go on about you know ifs and buts. We've got, I think, we've got to appreciate a lot of this first team squad that that are playing now. We're actually playing in the twenty threes last season. Hmm? You know, we, we, yeah. he's also signed new players. It's, it's. I think I agree with Simon. It isn't, it isn't a process that's going to be healed in a, a, a few week Christmas break or a, sorry World Cup break or or whatever. I think, I think, I think what the worrying thing for me would be is bringing somebody in and trying to install a brand new style of football with the players that have been learning this in training week in week out could be more counterproductive than. Than, you know, than positive for me. And and we probably would never know until it happened. And everyone would probably screenshot what I've just said and video it and say, I told you I'm wrong, you prick. Um, and, but that uh, is my uh, point, actually. The, yeah, the longer yeah. into the season, you know, if 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 we carry on, like I said, two points above the relegation zone, and I know Rad has said it's impossible, all of that stuff that goes along with it. But if we are still in that battle and actually Jesse turns out to not be the right man and they replace him later in the season, you've taken that time away from 
the incoming new manager. So it's all ifs, buts and maybes. We don't know what the future is. We don't know what the next six months will bring us. But if, if we are in that position where it gets to the end of March, we're still two points above the relegation zone and the, the, the results haven't improved and the performances haven't improved. I, still, I, I, think, I think they will have to bite the bullet and sack him. And then you've taken away two months and a little bit of the January transfer window from the incoming manager. So I said the same about Bielsa. We kept him beyond the transfer window and then we pulled the trigger. And then you bring in somebody in and yes, fair play to him. Jesse kept us up. But would he have kept us up a bit better had to pull the trigger earlier? So it was always for me, it was a point a of time. Better. Would he have kept us up a bit better? <laughs> would we have been favour of the favour of the league? Would no, yeah, no, I completely understand. I think I think for for me it was a case of if you're gonna get rid of Bielsa, do it in January and give somebody coming in a better chance of doing what they need to do and bringing in players that they want to see. And it feels very much the same thing. I think you need to commit. And Simon said, give him 18 months. Fair enough, because give actually if we commit, if, well, if we commit to keeping him, don't keep him until March and then sack him. Yeah. No, no I get it. I get point. it. And especially, yeah. especially when we're, we're probably targeting players around this style, you know, the players that we are looking at and, and, Props to the board. If we do pull these signings off that we apparently are looking at, and you know, we're having the longest medical ever known to you, you know, in football, <laughs> but um, but they're they're not signing these players with the view to a new manager coming in in March, are they? They're signing them because they think they're going to improve this style of football under Jesse Marsh. That that that's the be all and end all. So I think I think I think for me, and 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 my view is always going to be on the uh, glass half full side is that. The board are supporting him, and they must see that 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 things are right. You know that that, that or they're going in the right direction. Granted, we're not getting results, and it's clear to see. You know, we're not stupid. We know we know where we are in the league. We know how many points we've got. We know how many wins we've got. You can write that down a million times over. But ultimately, we've got what we've got, and and we've got to work with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I think they'd have too, way too much pride to to. Uh, get rid of him at this point. Um, I think the backlash uh, would be humongous. Um, getting rid of Bielsa, bringing somebody in, and then getting rid of them like not too far after. I just don't think that that would be something that I'd do. Especially when they've looked at him for so long. You know, Auto made it really, really clear that they've been looking at him for a couple of seasons and yeah. gone, "This is our man." And yeah. Bielsa were gone at the end of the season, as I understand it. Whether he went before the start of the season or not. Jesse were coming in at the end of the season. They just yeah. moved the timeline up. That's that, that you know. But yeah, th there's another comment in there about there's no one to bring in. No, well, that's madness. There's always somebody to bring in. They might be in a job at the moment. They might not be. There's all sorts of coaches available. Whether you could does get you them or players? Does questions. he mean players or does he mean managers? Oh, maybe, Manager. maybe so. I mean, we're linked with a lot of players, so there's definitely players to bring in as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I, I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, I I saw last night Willie on one wing, Jackie on another one. Now, personally, I would have swapped them, but you know he's playing with inverted wingers. That's fine. When they're out there and they're playing with width, don't we look so much better? Don't we look so much more balanced? Playing wingers on the wing, surely that's not a massive stretch to actually play players in the preferred positions. No, no I agree with that. Um, I don't think. I don't think. Um... Our wide boys have, have got the attributes to come in field too much. Obviously, you've got to 
um, vary your game from time to time. But I think I think the boys that we've got out wide are actually wide players. So let's let's keep them there and and utilize them to to the potential, you know, rather than uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't disagree. Um, one thing I did want to ask you, Simon, and I think you've maybe touched upon it already, was if we bring these players in, can you hear that printer start? You take it I off. Or is it printer? I just locked it with me, the bag of shit. Uh, I, um, if we sign these these players uh, that we've been linked with this this. Better players, arguably, than we've got in these in these positions. Is that enough to improve us drastically? Do you think? And, and obviously, we're going to expect with the price tag them to make an immediate impact. They're going to have a lot of pressure on them. One of the lads is only twenty year old, the the Ruta lad. And my worry is that we're going to the expectation is going to weigh heavy, and and we're going to expect to sort of because we've spent fifty million in this window, right? We should now be in the top half of the table, and that's going to have have, have an adverse effect on the squad, and not the squad, but potentially on on, on the performances as well. Yeah, it's difficult because, like you say, there's a lot of young. They they're still very young. Um, they're still learning their trade, um, and obviously with that, there's going to be inconsistency. So I would uh, my preference would have probably have been to, to bring a little bit more experience in to, to help steer the ship and help these young boys find their feet properly. Um, so, yeah, I would probably say it's going gonna, it's gonna to add probably unnecessary pressure. <laughs> that didn't really need to be there. There's, there's been comments that I've seen, quite a few comments about um, Rodrigo and about whether he struggled with being our... Uh, with the price tag he has, um, he, he came in on, and and uh, at the time being our record signing, I think he might still be. Um, so what what we're going to do is, so he was Spain's number nine. You know, he's an experienced player, um, and then what we're going to do is bring in a twenty-year-old that's going to cost even more, <laughs> potentially. It, it, that, I, I agree with you as well. I think you look at the impact. And I know that we're playing at a different level now and the players, you know, you could see Pablo absolutely try to do his best against Liverpool in that first game back in that, in that, in that uh, season after promotion. And he just didn't have the legs to be able to keep up with Liverpool in that first game. And do you know what? A lot of players don't, but so I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not denigrating him at all. Um, but you look, at the impact, you look at the impact that losing Pablo's leadership out of the squad when he left, Berra, even Alioski, um, clicking out, so, yeah, it clicks another yeah. one that's gone. We we are losing. It doesn't seem like we've learned from you know, having experience in the squad's really important. It's not that's just true. about ability. It's about you know the experience that you can call upon. If you make a mistake, well, actually, I've got ten years of being a Premier League footballer behind me. I, I can brush off a mistake. Whereas if you're twenty years old and you're brand new into the league, into the country, into the side, and you make a mistake, that's going to weigh heavy on you, especially if you've got a massive price tag. And the expectations so high, it don't yeah. feel right. Yeah. We, and we need more experience, me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I, I, I'd agree. I mean, but then you've got to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answers, and it, it, it is frustrating. I think 
I think had we won last night or got a draw, we'd probably be having slightly different conversations today. And that's that 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 yeah. almost frustrates me as well. Do you know what I mean? Because we were the better side uh, by by a long shot, and they would have been. They were their fans were absolutely loving the fact that they'd nicked all three points yesterday. Yeah. You know, walking out of that stadium, they were just they 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 probably were, couldn't actually believe it. They were like, uh, so so yeah. I think I think I think the difference in if. One more or two more of our opportunities had got in, we'd be having a completely different conversation. Just sort of highlights the the fine margins in football, and and, and you know, it's ruined my weekend. I'm not, I'll not beat around the bush. It, it fucking doesn't. Like, it ruins my weekend. I drove, but let's you know, remember two hours there, two hours back, and, and you know, it's just it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's just a lot. Fuck it. But let's remember what the other said. Is. <laughs> Don't, don't don't be too high when you win and don't be too low when you lose. It's football and 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 you know you get your results and that's fine. And then that's gone the next when, when you go into your next game. So you know that's that's the one thing that he always stuck by is is, is to try to do that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it is shit when you get beat and it is good when when you win. But it, it's that for me. If we survive the season, if we do all right, and if you know if we beat Cardiff, we've got an opportunity actually to get deep into the cup that we've done for years now. Um, you know, we will be favourites in the next two ties. If we get if we get beyond Cardiff, we'll be favourites for the next one as well. So we've got an opportunity. You know, if if we can get quite deep into the cup and we're reasonably comfortable towards the end of the season, that'll be success for me. Yeah. It really will. Um, yeah. and, and, and and it is that thing of, you know, enjoy your wins, but don't enjoy <laughs> them too much because it's just one game. But don't be too down about getting beat either. It's difficult though, isn't it? <laughs> It's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. I, I always think we're pretty much the same as last year. I always think we'll be fine. Um, you know, we stayed I, up on last day of the season yeah. last year. <laughs> 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 pretty much the same as last season. I think we'll do it two games uh, before the, before the um, end of the season this year. So that will be progression. But no, I, I think we'll be fine. I think it'll be tough. I think there's going to be some difficult moments. I think we'll have some, some good results. Um, but I think next season now is where we we really need to start kicking on and, and making sure that the recruitment's right and they're not just players coming in to make the numbers up. They're actually improving the squad and well the first eleven, uh, not the squad. Um, and I think we're in decent shape to do that. So time will tell, I suppose. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um... Thank you so much. What I want to do just really quickly is um, is just fly through a few of the uh, the comments and just see what your guys' thoughts are on those. So, uh, first of all, not sure I can't just watch the podcast therapy or talk to this morning. I'll never feel better or worse for it in an hour. Cheers for that. Uh, we <laughs> we've been well on now, so he'd better let us know. <laughs> yeah, we played well going forwards. Need a more end product, though. Absolute gash at the back, but that's not new. I don't think we bother defending in coaching sessions. I think that goes back to what we said about the uh, potentially special. I'd be surprised if we don't have a defensive biased coach at the club of some uh, in some some way, shape, or form. But I think it's certainly something that needs looking at. And I almost don't think the defending is that bad. It's the shape and and where we get caught out. Um, from from the press, uh, we're just there's just something that's not not quite working. I mean, I I looked over last night and I could see because I could see the whole opposite side of the pitch to where the ball was. There was on I would argue twenty occasions an overlap, and that should probably shouldn't be happening that often in a Premier League level for me. I don't I don't know. Um, 
I'm not a Marsh hater, but the table and stars don't lie. We're almost a year on from Bielsa losing his job for exactly where we are now. It's arguable we're actually going backwards. Kev, I had this conversation this morning. We went on a really bad run of form just after that midway point. So we're actually just a little bit behind where we were. And then we conceded at 17 or 18 goals in four games. So until we get to that stage, we'll, we won't be quite at that stage. Uh, but yeah, I agree-ish. One of my favourite comments, Willie made Ashley, look, Ashley Young look his age last night. He got some stick, did Ashley Young, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've got to be honest, I thought he marshalled him quite well. Um, to, until he started losing his legs. I mean, he's, he's what, he's 37? Um, until he? late on in the Is game. Is he that old? Yeah. Older than me. Uh, uh, until, yeah, come on. Uh, until late on in, um, in, in game, um, I, I thought he, he, he old manned him quite well. He clearly didn't have the legs on him. He couldn't match him for pace. But he all manned him quite well, I thought. I, I, I did. I thought he played pretty well against him in a way that an older lad's going to do against a younger lad that's got the legs on him. Don't get me wrong. I thought that he fouled him far too much. But the ref let him get away with it, so he kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Un- no, I, I, don't, I don't think he played too bad. Unpopular opinion. I think Willie would be better off uh, being used from the bench. At the moment, um, but with some of them out and with Sinistera out, Cine. we don't really have the option, do we? Yeah, yeah. When those guys come back, I would. I just think his energy and um, enthusiasm coming off the bench when late in a game when the the um, when the <laughs> just laughing at smart is coming. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've Elliot. <laughs> We, you know, when opposition are a, a little bit more fatigued and um, tired, I just think he'd have um, a greater impact. But I think that might be an unpopular opinion. No, I don't no, think, no, I think, I, I think I, you're spot on. A lot of people have. And, you know, one of the points that we made in the main podcast is actually starting him from the start and expecting him to have that high level of performance week in, week out when he's just a kid is yeah. a little bit unfair on him as well. Yeah, yeah and we, we're, we're almost, be, yeah, we're almost becoming too reliant on a 19-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was the... Not only, but it was it was the biggest attacking threat for us last night, and we seemed to look for it almost too often because yeah, and they just doubled up on him in the end and made it a little bit more difficult. You know, it was quite easy to read then, but but no, yeah, I don't think Ashley. I think Ashley is a dickhead anyway. Um, not Jesse's fault. If the players can't finish, the most clinical player was Bamford, one shot and scored, but Harrison should have scored. Yeah, we've touched on that. Yeah, um, the real question is now. I'll ask this one to you both. Actually, if we were to replace Jesse, who Realistically, who, who do you see replacing him? There's a long list of people available. Who who would you replace him with uh, from that long list? Realistically, um, well, you, you say realistically. I mean, what's realistic? I don't know. Well, somebody um, who wants to come to a team that's in a relegation battle. Well, we're not in a relegation battle. We've heard that. <laughs> no, no, but we've we've agreed that we probably are every season, right at the very start. So who 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 could we who could we? I mean. Getting Bielsa in was a massive coup, and it was a one in a million. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're realistically, a, a championship club shouldn't have been able to coax somebody like Bielsa to, to the club. You know. So we're, you're saying that I can't choose Poch? Is that what you're saying? No, you can't choose Poch. I don't because I don't think he'd come in a million years. But I would have Poch, yeah. Oh, I would have him. Yeah, I'd take. But if, if, <laughs> if instead of, but instead of paying forty million for um, a, a non-scoring striker to come in to be a, a, a supporting attacker. 
in Rutter, which is what I see him being. He's more a 10 than a 9 from what I've seen. And I haven't seen a lot of him, to be fair. But, uh, you know, I've read a bit, I've listened to a bit, and I've watched a bit. And he looks like a supporting player, not a 30-goal a season, as somebody else has just said in the comments. Um, so instead of splashing all of that cash on him, if you waived all of that cash for a couple of years of Poch, do you get him? Maybe. I don't know. I think... I think I think the problem you've got with somebody of of that stature and uh, and experience is is he going to want to tarnish his CV with uh, coming to a club where you know he might not. I mean, I think he, I think he'd be great, and we all think that. And and he's got you know he's got the attributes of a manager. He's he's been there, done it, and he's managed at the very top level at PSG and and, and he loves and, and whatever else. And he loves Bielsa. Like <laughs> But does he want to come and be at a club? I mean, if they can sell it to him and say, "Look, in two years we're going to give you this much money," you know, we've got a takeover pending. It's going to happen. Yeah, by all means. But realistically, where we are now, for me, I don't think we can tend somebody of that stature. And maybe not. But equally, the, the other side to it. I mean, this is this is, this would be Arthur's job. He's got to go and sell the the, the project to him, have not he? But you go and you say you look at the glittering array of young stars, potential stars that we've got in our squad. You come and make them world beaters. Why do it? You go do all this job. You've just fucking sold it to me. (laughs) (laughs) I get what you're saying about the, um, uh, about the relegation piece. And and I, and I do think that we are in that battle, but equally who wouldn't want to manage Nonto right now. Somerville's up there. You know, Somerville scored in four consecutive games coming into the side. You know, I get that. The, the, there are reasons to to do it as that is not just the league position. I get and that. All, I, what, and obviously, I, you take argument, them into the top half, then that's a yeah. that's a, a boon to your CV, isn't it? So, it's, yeah. it's, 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 is that manager coming in going to back themselves? My argument to that would be: we haven't got a team of non-tours and Somervilles. We've got a non-tour and a Somerville. You know, that's. I mean, we're, look, we're all agreeing in agreement. Potching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is very red. <laughs> uh, I would say Michael Brown just agreeing with us. Yeah, we're in lower mid te- mid lower bottom team. Other teams that have been in the current Premiership have more acclimatised to the Premiership than Leeds. Um, yeah, I think on the whole that there's a lot of teams that do come up and down. We had a massive absence, and it has been a bit of a culture shock for us. We, you know, we can't we can't lie. Um, so yeah, definitely. Oh, not oh, turn that one off. Sorry. Definitely soft, but every game I've watched recently, they've been. I think this is on the penalties you mentioned, Matt. It was, right yeah. Yeah, yeah. They need to be consistent. Yeah, there was another one as well that I didn't mention, um, and I don't know if you'd have been able to see it from the stands, but Rodrigo running through was, was bundled to the ground. Now, he yeah. might not have got to the ball, but there's still a foul. Yeah, yeah. Foul set by a different barometer in and outside the box. Yeah, that's pretty much what we just said. Rather, refs blew for the soft ones in the box. It was soon stop all that shirt pulling and grabbing. I think this might be bad for us, Kev, because the amount of shirt pulling Cooper and Core do, mate, I think yeah. we'd be fucked. I'll be honest I'm with you on that one. <laughs> um, before Bielsa, Leeds never had stability with managers because it averaged one coach season. Cooper has been at Leeds since 2014. Has played under 15 different managers. That is berserk. <laughs> in, in 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 the best part of eight eight and a half years, we've had 15 managers, uh, and Bielsa was here for three of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I you know, big I, Steven, Stevenage. I reckon, I reckon we could go get him. He masterminded <laughs> a win against Villa. We didn't. We couldn't do it. Oh, debatable one here. One of the marsh out. I think. Uh, th- think the players would find it easier to transition transition to a more favourable formation and tactics with a new coach than sticking with Jesse and his. 
Thoughts on that, Simon, if midway through a season? Well, if Jess is saying that he's not got all of his methods across to the team and he's been there 12 months. Oh, and no, he's trying to play wingers that. in a compressed I think penis form. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right, Simon, but you've got to appreciate not all the squad's been there for the whole 12 months. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and the majority yeah. of the young lads coming through were play, weren't playing under, under, under Jesse last year. They were playing under Jacko. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I don't know. It depends who that coach is, doesn't it? And how how, how influential they are. If it, if it's somebody like a, a Marcelo Bielsa, and he's not ever going to come back, and, and I know we still love him and everything, but somebody with you know that aura about them who can influence, uh, you know, you've seen what he did with that with that the, with that squad that we had in the championship that arguably probably shouldn't shouldn't have won the championship. But um, but yeah, well, well, well I think, I think well, one thing one thing I would just say on that point is uh, I, I do think formations and tactics um, obviously they obviously have an impact, but it, it's the players, it's it's the players that make the big difference. It's the level of play you've got in the squad. So that that's one thing I'll give you to that. But his point that they were playing with fear, if 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 the manager's sending them out and they are scared. Surely that's the job to address, and if somebody can address that, then you know if you're playing with confidence, it goes back to a point that Luca making earlier is when you get into a run, whether that's a losing run or a winning run, it's difficult. It, it, it's 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 far easier to carry on on that trajectory than it is to change it. Um, when you get on a winning run, wins just seem to come, uh, and, and then when you're on a losing run, you can't see where the win's going to come from. It doesn't look like you can buy a point. It, it doesn't look like you you're going to be able to turn that around at that point. So I think for me, it's if a manager, we've seen these players have got the capability. It's just the consistency. And if that's confidence and then playing with fear and a manager can come in and address that and play wingers on the wing, <laughs> that's quite a big deal. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um, thanks, Tom. Uh, Stu says, Bielsa had a massive backroom staff who all left. When he did March, lost two assistants. Leeds desperately need some some assistance. It, is that is that as important as we as we think it is, uh, Simon? Do you think do you think do you think losing somebody like Jack who has been at the club forever and a day could have had could have had a massive effect on 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 training and and, and things? Because I, I you said earlier that it would have probably had a a big influence on the training field and probably done a lot of the work out there. So losing him partway through a season and, and, and arguably not being replaced. Uh, do you think that's something we do need to be looking at? Yeah, that 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 role, uh, the assistant roles are really important part of the jigsaw. Um, what we, it has been in my experience. Um, it's almost that sort of bridge between the players and manager. And I, I know, um, well, it seems like Jesse has a really good relationship with the, with the boys, but sometimes there needs to be that little bridge in, be, in between the two um, and where the players can go and confide and, and things like that, you know, so it's um, that that need really needs to be looked at sort of ASAP. It's, a, it's an important role. Yeah, because we got the guy from, was it Dortmund earlier on in the season? Was he from Dortmund? Gilly, correct me. Red Ramich or whatever, I forget his bloody name. Somebody will tell us in the comments. But yeah, we got. I'm sure we got a coaching from there earlier on in the season, but that was before Jacko left. I'm almost positive. Um, 
Because he took charge when Jesse was banned. Do you remember? Who I'm on about? Mary oh, Ranich or whatever he's called. I yeah. can't remember his name. Anyway, we'll move on quickly and I'll let you have a look at that. Um, when you have good wingers who are quick and can get into places on the pitch at pace and it work hard all the time. It was Dortmund, yeah. Yeah. Um, all the teams hate that William Jack played well last night. Oof, debatable. I thought Jack was poor last night. I thought William I didn't think he was poor. I thought Jack played well, but when you reflect on his set pieces, mm. they were all poor. I think in open play, I think he played really well. Um, he, he looked dangerous when he got on the ball when he was wide I think when he's through the centre and when he's on set pieces I think he looked poor but when he was wide I thought he played pretty well yeah I, I, I was I think because of the moans and groans every time he, he, he struck a free free you know a free kick or a corner or whatever I think I think that's probably it's, it, as I say it's a completely different perspective when, when, you, when you're there but uh, yeah uh, alright fair play I'll, I'll watch it back and I'll uh, eat my words on that cheers Paul um had my boy in tears last night. He's now running around in his Meslier kit, training down south amongst Chelsea, West Ham, Arsenal and Spurs kits. Not one foot given. Keep the faith. That's what <laughs> we like to hear. Um, Nick Gill says, that's my concern about bringing Jesse and going through a succession of crap managers again. I, I would argue that, I mean, I'm Jesse and we'll come on to this, but is Jesse not crap? And I think that's going to split a few. Um, so, so uh, what, I mean, basically what that's saying is we should have stuck with Darko Milanic so that we didn't have some of the shit that came after him. You just yeah, just got straight to Bielsa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it's a difficult one. And it's, it's one that, that splits the fan base. It was, it was, it was horrible in that, in that uh, away end last night because there was people next to me. I'm... I'm with the belief that it's going to have no positive effect shouting for the manager to be out. And there was probably 40, 50% of the, of, of, of the crowd shouting Jesse out and chanting it and, and it got going. Um, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it was a difficult situation. There was fans arguing amongst themselves, probably on that. Um, so, so yeah, really, really difficult one, really difficult one that, and I think it's one that I'm going to ask you both in a second before we close. But Leeds play expansive football compared to the teams in and around them, which leave Leeds vulnerable to counter attacks, whereas teams around Leeds play low block and counter attacking football like Villa did. It's almost too simple, isn't it? It almost is literally put into words there by Michael that Villa were time wasting from the first minute from the first, second minute and they were they, they set up yesterday to frustrate us and it does frustrate us we 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 need to find a consistent a consistent way of breaking these teams down and and, and breaking you know and we, we we do that against the better sides we do that your liverpools your cities yeah i mean not so much against city but chelsea arsenal the teams who want to play football we compete against because they want to play expansive attacking free-flowing football the teams we struggle with are your teams like your villas and everton's because they control the tempo of the game and it takes a sting out of everything we do and it's frustrating to see it really is um last one again on though, that's note, the manager to overcome that isn't it that's absolutely that's absolutely that's what i'm saying a way to counter that Absolutely agree. Uh, on a good note, we have our very own Rory Delap in Warburg. Yeah, decent throwing, <laughs> decent throwing. Um, uh, Is that so, not yeah. our, our very own Rafinha? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, lads, we've been on for fucking ages this morning. And before we do close, one very important question. Then Simon Johnson, right now, Jesse in or Jesse out? I'm Jesse in. I am. 
Gillett. Out. Jesse out. I'm I'm still just about Jesse in. I think I think we've got um two or three important fixtures coming up, and I think that will determine where I am uh, come the end of end of Jan, middle of February. I think it's uh I think we've got some you know Brentford at home coming up. Um, we've got obviously the Cardiff Cup game, and then whoever, if we beat Cardiff, I think, is it Accrington Stanley or somebody else, Fleetwood or something? Uh, Bordenwood, isn't it? Bordenwood. Bordenwood. Yeah. Um, yeah, great. Get your comments in. Just put in or out, shake it all about, and uh, we'll leave it at that, I think, for tonight. Thanks ever so much, Simon, for joining us, mate. Nice. Uh, appreciate yeah, nice it. Lovely to, to see you. Lovely to see you. And Hannah, thank you for joining as well. Um, we'll be back on... Oh, in fact, keep your eyes peeled. Sunday, we've got a special episode coming out. Um, uh, we got to speak with Leeds band uh, Apollo Junction early on in the year, uh, and we'll be releasing that for the first time on Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, do keep your eyes peeled for that. It's, it's very much just a general chat in a pub, uh, plenty of drinks and that, and we just had a bit of chat about how they got into, into the band and why they support Leeds and all that sort of in-between stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, thanks ever so much for joining us, and we will uh, we'll see you... If you want to see it on Sunday, if not, we'll be back Tuesday. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.